everybody, welcome to a very special edition of the Control Room Podcast. Me and Romo are trying to do a nighttime version, but we're going to release it probably tomorrow morning just so we can be the first sports talk show of your morning. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Hey, man, football's back. You know, football's back. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys had a big game uh, on Sunday night. You know, the uh, Toronto and Boston, they had an awesome game seven. You know, congrats to the Boston Celtics moving forward. Uh, you know, Greek Freak is out. You know, he unfollowed all his teammates on social media. We don't know what that means. And, um, oh, you know what? There's one really disappointing team that I'm, I'm forgot to miss. The Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets. Man, they went out in five games. Nice shirt, Mike. Nice shirt. Man, can you believe Houston went out in five games? Like, that's embarrassing. You know, I- um, I think that's all the sports stories, right? Am I missing anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What am I missing? I don't know. There was this big game six uh, today. I don't know. Did you was, hear that about t- it? was there a game today? I thought it was just football today. Uh, no, there was a basketball game. Who played? Oh, it's funny you ask. It's this uh, other team from L.A. Hmm. that, uh, you know, it's not very good. Doesn't have a very good history. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, well um, I'm sorry, my mind, I'm drawing a blank. Um, you know, what what happened today? Well, let's see. Uh, that uh, aforementioned team uh, blew another big lead, uh, as they have been known to do. Um, yeah, it's becoming a pattern. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say I'm in a dark place. I don't want to use that. You know what? I don't want to use I that. I want to give you credit. First off, I want to give you credit for facing the music mm-hmm. because I didn't think you were going to want to do the pod uh, tonight after uh, that debacle. You know, I, I went through uh, a lot of emotions tonight. Uh, some people call it being on tilt. Um, I... Uh, my head was spinning, man. Like, I, I, I was upset when I saw the game was at 10 a.m. because I was like, all right, this is going to determine my whole day, okay? And uh, Ruin your day? Man, hey, you, just like last time, starting off good, starting off strong, up 16 points, up 19 points. And then it starts to happen. I started getting Josh Smith highlights in my head back from when we blew the lead against Houston. Corey Brewer threes, and all of a sudden I'm seeing that lead dwindle each time, and we we just keep reaching, we keep fouling, we keep putting them on the free throw line. We just can't hit a shot. We can't hit a shot whatsoever. Uh, just little known fact: Did you know in the last seven games, Lou Will is shooting less than ten percent from the three point line? I did not know that. You know that? Did, did not know, know that. Did you know that the reigning sixth man of the year? Uh, Montrez Harold is currently on a milk carton. Like we, we have yet to find him. I don't think he's entered the bubble yet because this, this is not the guy who's been playing all year. I mean, how quickly things can turn, Mike. You were so high on this team. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I was telling you last time we talked when we lost Game Five. I said we got a big problem. I said I think I even told you it was going seven games. 
I, cause I knew we was about to choke this game away. And listen, I was texting my buddy Rafi from the pod. It's very difficult to score in the third quarter, right? When both hands are around your Red Miller style, man, choke job. A team. You guys, you guys uh, choke worse than uh, Jamal Murray's girlfriend. This is why. This is why on YouTube, when I'm creating the videos. It, it asked me, is this video for kids? You're the reason why. Because I it's not for kids because of you. Okay. <laughs> you Look, proud of yourself for that one? I feel bad for Doc Rivers, man. I feel bad for Doc Rivers. I mean, because uh I, I, I can hear him now. It's not Uncle White's fault. There's others. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I you know, and I see a lot of people on on uh Twitter and the YouTube comments, fire Doc, he's terrible, he's overrated, he's already blown two 3-1 leads before. Okay, the first 3-1 lead he blew was when he was an eighth seed with T-Mac going up against the Detroit Pistons. They had no business being up 3-1, okay, and Detroit just came back and they were just a better team. The thing that happened against Houston, Houston benched James Harden, and Josh Smith and Corey Brewer turned into Stephen Clay. Okay, that was an anomaly, all right? We wasn't ready for that. Right now, man, listen, we already talked about Pandemic P. I said Lou Will is shooting less than 10% from the three-point line. Montrezl Harrell is missing in action. Uh, Pat Bev tonight had two points and six fouls. Okay, so, so hey, my, I, I love that disappearing act in the fourth quarter. You guys played great for three quarters. You guys are the best three-quarter team I've ever seen. Man, if I were to tell you Paul George was going to give us 33 points, okay, Kawhi's going to give you 25, so that's 58 points from your main stars. And Lemon Pepper, too, he gave you 14, right? Look, man, I'm so sick of that dude. Okay, I'm 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 looking at the I'm looking at the bench. I'm like I'm like, hey, no more. I'm like, hey, give Reggie a shot. Hey, hey, Pat Patterson. Let's let's see. Hey, yo, Kim, dust them knees wow. off and let, let's see if you got something in you, man. Let me pull up some numbers for you real quick. I don't usually do this, but I was curious, man. So our starting lineup, like I said, you get uh 58 points from your your forwards, uh, uh Kawhi and Paul George. The rest of the starting lineup went a grand total of three for 13. Uh, yeah, Zubac that's played not 30. basketball. Zubac played 30 minutes, one for six. Morris played 30 minutes, one for five. And Pat Bev, like I told you, hey, two points, six fouls. Montrez Harold is unplayable at this point. Listen, man, I you know, I get the feeling. You guys don't want to face. You don't want to face us. You don't want to face the Lakers. I can't argue with you right now. Listen, this is what I really think is going on. To be honest with you, one, and I'm part of this. And you know that meme where that guy's in court singing "Sorry," and I, I'm just gonna be a better person and I'm gonna be stronger. Okay, like I'm in that place right now. Okay, after we beat y'all opening night, I was a little cocky. I was cocky with it. Okay, I was strutting around. I didn't respect y'all. I still, I still don't, I still don't all the way respect you. But playoff Rondo is a real thing, and that has kind of changed the dynamic of your roster. With us, though, I really think the Clippers were cocky as hell. Obviously, with the Dame, I try to tell you. Obviously, with the Dame Lillard stuff, 
They were they were super over the top and wrong for that. Okay, the Dame time and one two three Cancun and all that. And keep in mind, it was the players who hadn't won shit, which is Paul George, Pat Bev, Montrez talking stuff when he wins Six Man of the Award. His his award talking about all, all his haters and blah 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 blah. Listen, when it's gut check time and we need you to step up, Pat Bev is on the bench because he can't stop fouling. Paul George. No. Paul George put up a beautiful 33 points. That probably was all through the first three quarters because I didn't, I couldn't find him when we really needed a bucket. Okay, but I still can't really harp on him. So when people talk about Doc, right? What do you want him to do? These fools aren't making any shots. Period. There's nothing you can do. I mean, look, uh, Doc Rivers. Uh, like you said, he's doing all he can. I mean, it's not like he's Mike D'Antoni and uh, can make adjustments. I mean, these these guys aren't making shots. I had to go on Clipper Twitter because the blasphemy got so bad. They were like, hey, Mike D'Antoni, you want a job? They were asking for Mike D'Antoni, the dude who just got Wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me there's such a thing as Clipper Twitter? Listen, man, listen. You know what? I did not know that. Take your shots. Take your shots. Listen, I was in a bad place. Okay, I was ready to disown the Clippers. I had to. I had to take a shower. I had Look. to decompress. You see what I got on? Yeah. Yeah. You see what I got on? One yeah, it's a nice shirt. Nice. Look, nice shirt. Yes. I, I really like the new uniforms, but uh, it's the same old Clippers. Romo, one same, team. Same old Clippers. One goal. It's time. Game seven. Clippers are cursed. Game seven. One of the greatest sayings in sports is game seven. The Clippers will rise up. They will finally become the team. Will choke away another big lead, I'm sure. They will finally become the team that they're supposed to be. They're going to put together four quarters of basketball. Because let me explain something to you. I watched the Nuggets play Utah game seven. They got some tight sphincters in game seven. Okay, because what's his name? Murray was going off for 50 each game. They're putting up all these points. The damn game seven was almost in the 80s. It was almost like a 1990s playoff basketball game because, man, shots just don't fall like they, like they usually do in a game seven. Now, I am worried that they already got that experience under their belt, and they may take that into this game seven. But I'm hoping all these shots – because the, the Nuggets don't miss in the second half. For the the Joker – the Joker was clowning you guys. He was shooting them high, them Larry Bird high archers. It was embarrassing. Listen, you know I had Joker as my regular season MVP. I have all the respect in the world for him. I had Denver finishing number one in the West for the record. So Denver, I was never sleeping on Denver. When we were up 3-1, I was a little surprised, which is why I was so upset we didn't close them out in game five when we had the lead. But – you got to give them some credit, man. They're playing big. They're showing heart. They didn't fall over. What I think the Clippers are guilty of is when we went up 3-1 and Doc Rivers is going to Laker games, started thinking ahead. You started thinking ahead. He's got to support his son. Listen, listen. Austin, man. What, what did Kobe used to say? Is the job finished? Is the job finished? Speaking of what Kobe used to say, Kobe once said that the style of basketball that the Rockets play would never win a championship. And he was right. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Clippers, you absolutely disgusted me the past two games. I was embarrassed to be a Clipper fan. I was I was at my wits end. But guess what? I ain't no punk. I'm going to put my shirt on. I'm going to face the music. We're going to take care of business in game seven. So now we can move on to everybody yeah, else. Let's move on. Enough about the inferior team in L.A. Let's talk about the real team in L.A. And, and how championship teams, all right, when they have somebody – somebody on the ropes, you knock them out, all right? We were tired uh, of seeing Russell Westbrook swear at women and children on the, on the sidelines. Come on, man. No, get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Look, man, Russ is a unique type of player. Um, but the, the, but there, was a, there was a beautiful picture on, on Twitter where it, it showed how the Lakers used to guard Dame Lillard, and it was like all-out double team. <laughs> it's the opposite. It's the opposite for oh Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, they just left him wide open. I got to send that to you. That, Look, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, man. Look, Westbrook is that guy at, at the park that can't shoot worth a lick, and he just keeps shooting. And you know what? You're just going to let him shoot. Keep shooting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Westbrook has that irrational confidence to where you kind of want to see him hit a couple because then you know that's going to lead to 10 bad shots. And he he's a legend in his mind. You know what I mean? He's like, hey, I average a triple-double. I, You know, hey, I'm great. Yeah. And and D'Antoni is not going to stand up to Russ. And James Hard, Harden, right? And Harden is not going to stand up to Russ. And Harden does his usual disappearing. D'Antoni got fired, right? No, no, he didn't get fired. Oh, he, he dumped the Rockets. He said, hey, I'm not coming back. Oh, wow, that's breaking news. Yeah, yeah, he said I'm It not was one back. of those deals – where your boss is going to fire you, but you're like, you know what? This is preemptive. You're not going to – I'm not going to give you a chance to fire me. I quit. So, you know, I was playing around at work the other day and just coming up with uh, uh, my playoff rankings for next season. Now that Houston is without their coach, uh, I, I already knew that they were going to be in for a fall, so I kind of had them fighting for the, the last playoff seed. What do you yeah. think happens to Houston, man, without D'Antoni in that system? Who should they bring in? Like, do you have any suggestions? Man, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know who wants to take over that mess. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a mess. You do have two MVPs. You got Eric Gordon. You got P.J. Tucker. Like, they're a talented team. They just went with a gimmick-style basketball. And yeah, that's all Daryl Morey, though. Yeah, and he needs to go, too. Analytics. Yeah, he, after they tried to kill Melo's career, I, w- I was happy to see them blow up. Um, but not, but like, you're not sad to see them go. Oh, oh I love seeing that. They, they, they tried to kill Melo's career. They sent Chris Paul to Siberia. You know, they thought he wasn't going to do anything at OKC, and he almost took them out the last series. But I, I have heard rumblings that maybe Ty Lue or Sam Cassell, you know, somebody like that. Oh, Sam Cassell, man, that that's hey, that's a great Houston Rocket right there. That oh yeah, and and, and Clipper baby, Sam Cassell has some success with the Clippers. Right, right. Yeah, you remember him as a Clipper. Just, <laughs> I remember so him many as championships as a Clipper. I remember him. Right, as a Clipper. Uh, but not like uh, it would just be interesting to see what oh. they look like in a normal system. You know? One more thing, man. I, I just got a kick out of uh, James Harden's comments after the game. Uh, he said they were one piece away. Uh, and uh, maybe he was referring to, like, Akeem Olajuwon or something. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, man. They, they didn't stand a chance. All right, they didn't have a dude taller than 6'5 out there. Come on, All man. Right. 
Okay, another team that disappointed uh, significantly is the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Uh, what the hell happens with them this offseason? Look, uh, oh, oh, God. I don't... oh, here we go. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> I don't think the Greek freak was healthy, obviously. I mean, he, he was, you know, he was, he was injured. Okay. You know, I don't think he was 100%. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, Middleton is not uh, a second option. No. Um, I mean, I think also you have to factor in the fact that they were the best team record-wise, in, you know, in the league. And uh, because of this whole bubble thing, you know, it is kind of a disadvantage that they didn't, you know, get to play oh, at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you got you to gotta take that into account. And, uh, you know, the Lakers have kind of uh, dealt with that, you know, pretty well. I think that the bubble has kind of been a good thing for them because they're, they're pretty focused. They seem pretty focused on winning it for Kobe. And uh, that's what they're going to do. You know what? I, I, I give you a lot of credit because I was waiting for the whole Greek freak to L.A. thing. That's what no, you... look, I, I, I'm not. I'm not even going to entertain that conversation because I think we can win this year. I think we can win without the Greek freak. Okay. I mean, if we get the Greek freak, that's like a cherry on top. But you know, that's something that we're gonna. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. Well, look, I'm proud of you because I thought that's what we're, what, what you were going to come with, and I respect. Yeah, man, they underachieved horribly. Um, that roster, I never loved that roster. Eric Bledsoe, he started as a clipper, and he's getting starters money. Eric Bledsoe's a backup. Like, he's not a starting caliber point guard. His decision-making, yeah. his ball distri distribution is just not there. Chris Middleton is a number three. He's not a number two. Uh, they got, like, George Hill, Brooke Lopez. You know, they got a bunch of, like, oh, West Pro players. Yeah, they got a bunch of nice pieces. But I think those pieces, I actually think that team would work if Giannis's game was more like KD's game, like if he can get his own shot, if you could throw the ball to him in the post, if you could do some more things. But Giannis, his game is still pretty raw. He needs a lot of help. That's why I'm thinking, like, trade for somebody like Chris Paul, you know, somebody that can orchestrate the offense because they have, a lot, of, they have a lot of nice pieces. Go ahead and trade for Chris Paul or a, somebody who's a floor general to take the pressure off Giannis, who can make some shots down the stretch, be a leader. And I think the, the Bucks will be right back in it. And Do you think they'll stay? Yeah. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing different things. I mean, uh, he said he's committed to staying, but I've also yeah. heard that he uh, unfollowed all of his teammates. That's not a good sign. Well, I, I actually heard he unfollowed, like, everybody, and it only follows, like, eight wow. people. So, like, I don't, so I don't know what's going on there. Obviously, that's not a great sign. So right now he's just gonna follow Instagram models. That's it. I mean, hey, that's not that's not the worst thing in the world. But he's that's what he's, I do. he's out of the bubble. He's out <laughs> of the bubble. But nah, um, listen, man, look, it's the modern day NBA. The war. I, look, I, you see the Warrior memes. The Warrior memes where they're like Steph Curry looking, Steve Kerr, Clay Thompson looking. Uh, I heard the Clippers would make an offer for Giannis. I heard Dallas Mavericks. Um, so there's a lot of people who would love to have Giannis. I hope he stays. I hope they maybe get a new head coach or at least bring in like a Chris Paul or somebody like that to kind of change the makeup of their team. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Yeah, man. It's uh, 
the 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 bubble bubble uh, playoff basketball hasn't disappointed. We've had some major upsets already with, like I said, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Phil, we have even, we never even once brought up the Philadelphia 76ers and the travesty that they are. Um, but, you know, let's just. Hey, how about Miami, though? No, what a run. I, and we should give credit to teams like Miami and Boston for, you know, taking care of business, doing what they're doing. Yeah, and, I knew Boston good. would be there. I'm very surprised Miami uh, yeah. made it this far. Because if you look at Miami, it doesn't. There's no, they don't have like multiple all stars. I don't know if Bam was an all star or not, but yeah, you and Jimmy Butler is not like a top ten, top fifteen player, you know, when you think of it. Uh, even though I definitely would take him over somebody like Paul George right now. But um, anyway, they're to me overachieving. We all thought they were one piece away. I remember there was rumors of Chris Paul going there, maybe a Drew Holiday, something like that. And hey, Chris Paul been rumored to go everywhere. Oh, yeah, I heard Denver was rumored to pick him up. Like, all of a sudden, he went from nobody wanting him to not everybody wants him. Um, Heck, he was going to be a Laker at one point. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Um, I'm, he came here, and he turned this franchise around. Um, but listen. Boy, he regrets that move. Well, not, it wasn't I mean, his fault. First off, he's like, where do you think all the State Farm commercials came from? That was that was our time, baby. Right. <laughs> I love the commercials. Look, man, a playoff basketball has definitely lived up to all the expectations. Man, the world wants to see L.A. versus L.A., except for probably the people in Denver. Um, you guys need to hold your end of the bargain. We are, we're waiting for you. We're waiting on you. Hey, Clippers, please, Doc, PG, Kawhi, don't leave me in this city with Laker fans if y'all get bounced early. Please don't do that to don't do that to your fans. It's not all Kawhi's fault. There's others. Hey, Kawhi, take my, hey, mark my words. Kawhi taking forty shots like he did with Toronto in Game Seven uh, against Philly. But hey, man, look, we got some other things going on in sports. Uh, we're not just basketball guys. We're, we're big time football fans. We got multiple fantasy football leagues going. Uh, what stuck out to you on the first Sunday of the NFL this week? Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Cowboys and uh, that disappointing well, loss. Right it, huh? I mean, uh, look, we didn't have a preseason. I'm not making excuses, but um, I look at this week as a preseason game. Okay. You know, I mean, look, a lot of a lot of the young guys didn't really get an opportunity, you know, to show what they can do. CD Lamb had, you know, a decent game looking at the box score. He had some he had about five catches, so it's just a nice debut. With that 88, he looks like a young Dez, to be honest with you. He's gonna be he's gonna be, you know, another great 88. Michael Larvin and Dez. Uh, but like I said, you know, uh preseason, uh usually you get to to show what you can do. And uh we didn't have uh, a preseason. So I, I kind of figured that week one of the NFL was gonna be uh you know pretty you know, I wouldn't say high caliber football mm -hmm. because of the fact that, you know, none of the teams had, and then, you know, it's, everybody is the same. No one had preseason. So, I mean, no excuses, but it's going to take a while for teams to kind of, you know, if, if the Cowboys are not playing up to par by the third, fourth week, then I'll be concerned. Um, you know, this is just one loss. Uh, it's a shame that, you know, um, you know, none of the stadiums can have fans in attendance. I know that the Chiefs game had about a quarter 
of the stadium uh, filled, right, to see their uh, their team get their championship rings, which was cool. But uh, the Cowboys game, obviously, the new uh, Rams uh, stadium in Inglewood, was it SoFi Stadium or whatever it's called? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a little different when you don't have fans in attendance. And uh, like I said, it, it had kind of like a preseason feel to me. Uh, what, what was your takeaway? I mean, uh, I appreciate you as a Cowboys fan making all those excuses for us because the Rams didn't have a preseason game either. And uh, there was a critical moment, uh, second half, Cowboys had a nice drive. We're down three. We decided to go for it on, uh, I think, like fourth and two, fourth and three, instead of just kicking the easy field goal and tying the game up. That came back to bite us in the ass. Some people say they like the play call. I'm sorry, they, they like the – idea of going for it but they hated the play call other people like me was just like what are you doing just tie it up there's plenty of time left there was no need to go for it at that point and I put us behind the eight ball the rest of the game and we could never yeah our defense gave it up real quick in the beginning like usual they just couldn't score on this offensively we look the same man like sometimes we look really good and other times we just can't move the ball I mean Zeke almost had 100 yards so that's Part for the courts. Well, Zeke had 100 and I think 27 all-purpose yards with two TDs. Yeah. Uh, Dak threw for like 266. I think he threw for a TD or ran for a TD. Uh, I mean, the play of the game is obviously the, the offensive pass interference that they called on Michael Gallup because that was going to set up our game, either tying or winning drive. And I, I'm not being a homer, but that was a horrible call. Because Gallup didn't ever extend. He just kind of had his arm there, and him and Jalen Ramsey were hand fighting. And Ramsey, like a true, you know, basketball player, flopped. And the ref, it got, got the ref's attention, and they, they uh, you know, threw the flag and killed that whole play. Yeah. Well, I think the Cowboys would win if they – I mean, that, that goes to show you that, you know, um, the general consensus is the Cowboys get a lot of calls. But uh, I, I tend to think it's the, actually the other way around. Yeah. You know, they 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 get a lot of bad calls their way also. I'm sorry, Cole. You're going to hear Skip talking about that all day. You're going to hear uh, Stephen A. Smith do as usual. The, uh, somehow, some way, the Cowboys find a way to lose or, you know, or what can go wrong, will go wrong. I'm sure you'll hear that tomorrow. But, uh, but look, uh, it, you know, uh, it's not time for panic mode. It's just one game. Like I said, we didn't have a preseason. Mike McCarthy is implementing his system. It's going to take a while. Uh, so we just got to be patient. For sure. And technically, I mean, no, there's no fans, but it was a, a road game against the Rams who are going to be a solid team. So it's not like we're the Philadelphia uh, Eagles who gave up a 17-0 lead to the Washington uh, football team. That's embarrassing. I had to catch myself. The Washington That's football embarrassing. team. embarrassing. So, Marco, I'm talking to you. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Hey, hey, Duran's an Eagles fan too. So shout oh, out. Oh, well, that goes that goes for you, Duran. That goes for you as well. That's embarrassing. So yeah, like the good thing when you're a Cowboys fan is the Eagles lost. Uh, the Giants will most likely lose because they're the Giants. And if Washington's in first place, that really means we're in first place because who gives a crap about Washington? Exactly. Yeah, we'll and, be fine. So, I mean, look, man, how's your fantasy team doing? Uh, and what, well, what other things stood out to you in the NFL this week? Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. So, uh, going into Monday night, uh, I am up by a comfortable 12 points. Uh, my cousin Junior uh, has Melvin Gordon 
Uh-oh. Uh, the running back for Denver Broncos, and I'm Junior, hoping that uh, we're about to knock you off. Junior, <laughs> I'm hoping Melvin Gordon uh, uh, tears his ACL on the first uh, play of the game. See, you say that, you say things like that. You know, Blake Jarwin tore his ACL today. Are you serious? Yes, man, Blake Jarwin, uh, the our tight end, the tight end who's supposed to replace Jason Witten, he tore his ACL today. Oh, and when wins with the Raiders now, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have they got some other guy in there. I forget his name, but you can't say stuff like that. That that. I'm yeah. kidding. I, I don't wish that upon nobody. Yeah. But uh, you know, maybe he just gets like a little uh, ankle sprain or something. I don't know. There you go. Just a mild sprain, and they just as a precaution. Um, but yeah, man. Look around the league. Arizona beat the the San Francisco 49ers. I, I have a few Arizona Cardinals. I'm not going to gloat about your uh, three-foot quarterback. You got a few Arizona Cardinals on my team this year, you know. I I've got, got a story for you, man. I got Kyler Murray. <laughs> I got Kyler Murray in both my leagues. I, I also drink. And then I got this guy. You might have heard of him. Uh, his name is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he, he had quite the ball game today. So I'm feeling good about my Cardinals. I'm a Cowboys fan, but hey. I- I, I told you. I told you. No matter how bad Kyler Murray is, as long as he throws the ball anywhere in the vicinity of D Hop, he's gonna catch it. Look, D Hop is gonna make him look like a good quarterback. You know, Kyler Murray had over 80 rushing yards and scored a touchdown as well. That's all him, buddy. Yeah, and guess what? Fantasy football karma got me. So I joined a different league. Oh, really? Okay. With an automated draft, and guess who the computer thought. <laughs> would be a great quarterback for my team. You got Kyler Murray, huh? You guessed it, Mr. T-Rex arm. You've been disrespecting that man for far too long. And he did well for you today, didn't he? And they got a W. Yeah. But you know what? My dad was mad. Because as you know, he's a 49er fan. Mm -hmm. He was pissed. (laughs) He was pissed. I mean, he was like, I'm going to break the TV kind of pissed. (laughs) So, yeah, he was not happy with his Niners. This is going back to the Super Bowl. When you know when they blew the lead against uh, Kansas City and Mahomes. And you gotta remind me, uh, Walt or Junior is a Raider fan. So Walt is a, a huge Raider fan, and Junior is a huge Atlanta Falcon fan. So you know, Josh we play Jay- next week, and uh, we got a little uh, side bet. Uh, Junior and I were betting a, a twenty-four pack of beer, uh, Cowboys and Falcons next week, pal. Oh, yeah, we're going to take care of the Falcons, no problem. But I just wanted to shout out uh, 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 the Raiders, man, Josh Jacobs. I got him again for the second year in a row. Three touchdowns today, man, he was killing. Yeah, but it's week one, so I wouldn't start making Super Bowl plans yet. True, true, true. Um, Listen, I think I am projected to have the most points overall in our league this week. So, I mean, what else is new? Really, Um, I uh, I thought our new guy, Jim. Uh, was the uh, top scorer. Oh, you think Jimbo's the top scorer? Let me pull it up right now. Hmm. Let me pull it up Beginner's right luck, now. man. I'm, I'm happy Jim. McCaffrey from me. I'm happy Jim's in the league, though, doing well. I'm projected to get 168. No, I'm actually at 168 right now. And Jim, he's at 159. So, yes, I am the top scorer of the week, sir. Okay, but not bad for a new guy, right? No, no, and Jim, Jim was playing fantasy football before, so I know he's ready to go. Uh, but listen, um, I'm good, man. Football, Cowboys lost, Clippers lost. Uh, oh. Fantasy League and my my big money team, I lost. I did win 
my matchup this week in the Control Room Podcast League. So, like I said, I was in my feelings. I had to go on Hulu, pull up an old show called Nashville. I know you, I know you don't know nothing about that. It's about you know country singers in Tennessee. Okay, I had to, I had to totally disconnect. I had what to, are you watching? <laughs> okay, listen. So you remember the little girl from Remember the Titans? Oh yeah, Hayden Pettiteri. So listen, she's in it. And then, did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Coach Taylor's wife. Of course, man. You know Mrs. Taylor. She, she's in that too. So they're the reason why I gave it a chance. It's actually really okay. Good. Where can I watch this? Hulu. I'm sold, man. Nashville. Give me your, uh, send me your password. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, check your, check, check your messages. I'm, I'm gonna send it in a few <laughs> minutes. All right. <laughs> well, look, man. I'm all out of stories for the week. Unless you got something else you want. You want to share, you know? I think we covered uh, just about everything. I see your, uh, it's an alcoholic beverage you're having. Are you drinking in podcast? Uh, you know, I mean, I uh, got to kind of decompress a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel you. I it was a you. tough, tough day, tough week. Tough week. You want, you want to let the people know about your tough week, man? You let you know you're the well, man. Well, uh, I got hit by a damn semi truck. Uh, but uh, I live to tell about it, man. I, I feel like uh, like Sam Jackson uh, in Unbreakable. But you know, Sam Jackson actually was like super fragile. It was actually Bruce Willis who was. Oh wait, was it Bruce Willis? Yes, it was Bruce Willis. It's been a while, man. I saw that movie like ten years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You, I think you might have had too many cervezas. So uh, maybe we should let Romo get some sleep. You know, we're glad you made it. We need you on the podcast, man. We love your contribution. And Again, big props for uh, facing the music tonight, man. Listen, I got to let Clipper Nation know. Listen, it's going to be okay. Kawhi was brought to Clipperland for Game 7. This is why he's here. And he's going to show us why he's the best player in the NBA, period. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, no, no, it's Tuesday. There you go, Tuesday. Tuesday. Listen, hey, don't, hey, that's why, hey, guys, don't drink in podcasts. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, share, subscribe. Please tell everybody you know about the show, especially the YouTube channel, because we're still trying to get that off the ground. Uh, still going to be an audio format on all the streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, whatever you can find podcasts, we're there. And uh, till next time, talk to you. Hey, Romo's on Twitter now. What, okay. I'm back on Twitter, baby. What, what, and you want to tell the people what your Twitter handle is? Ramiro Romo Jr. Tres. Tree. I thought it was a different one. Maybe that's I a changed it. Okay. I changed it. It's a long story. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. I got women stalking me, man. I'll, I'll have to tell you all about it later. I'm clearly Romo's drunk, and that's the end of the show. So we'll talk to you guys later.